Because I, I don't go by Dan typically. I'm fine with it. Uh -huh. but Daniel's where, Daniel's me. So funnily enough, I think it was right around the time I met Katie is when I started going by Dan. Everything before that was Daniel, or some or some <laughs> other nickname. I've had I've had a couple of nicknames. Um, Neil. Neil, yeah. Call me Neil. Neil. Yeah. Hey Neil. Nope. It's so obnoxious. <laughs> hey Neil. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the name Topher being Christopher. It took me years. That doesn't to make any sense. Out. I don't. I don't believe. I don't believe that to be real. <laughs> I think if you go by Topher, you're making it up. It's not real. Topher Grace, you fucking liar! Come on the show and defend yourself. Yeah, you like yeah. Fast? Let's find out. We're calling you out. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine Topher Grace making an appearance in a similar way that he did in Spider-Man in the Fast series. Oh, baby. <laughs> That's gonna be the cameo. He's come. He's gonna come dancing in in his blacks. No, that was that was no, that was Toby Maguire. Yep, yeah, it was Toby Maguire. Fuck it, never mind. He's still I, I, well. I mean, now that you bring that up, Toby Maguire did that part weirder than Topher Grace. <laughs> so that there's that thing. <laughs> yeah. All right, you ready to get into this? Let's get fast. Uh, in in fear, fury, furious, 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 furiosa. Free, Friosa. Damn it. <laughs> I'm going to blame the delay on that. <laughs> Welcome to the Mad Max a Fury Roadcast. We're talking about that guy who sprays himself in the mouth. <laughs> with silver spray well, paint. <laughs> whatever that's about. And the guy with the guitar and people oh, with the yeah. swing sticks. That was you, right? That was me. No one knows that. <laughs> it was you. He's uh, yeah. uh, he's you know like seven feet tall. Uh, I think he he's bald. I think I think or he has a yeah. mohawk. I don't know one of the two. And uh, he's just uh, chained under the top of a, a car playing the guitar, wailing, just wailing off. The dream, really. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. He doesn't have to worry about gas money. Just plays guitar all day. He was uh, the he was the original jizz whaler. Yes, and? <laughs> you know what the jizz whalers are? No. So, <laughs> it's not what you think. <laughs> uh, the jazz in the Star Wars universe oh, by okay. Max yes, Rebo. Yes. Yes, yes. Is, is called jizz. <laughs> and Max Rebo and the jizz whalers are very much a band. <laughs> so, I did, I did not know the jizz whalers were the name of the band. I knew it was called jizz, and I knew Max Rebo. <laughs> <laughs> love me a good jizz whaler <laughs> um welcome <laughs> welcome to the 60 second car podcast wait no shut up for a second uh, jizz whaler uh, one more jizz whaler moby dick it's right there go ahead go 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 <laughs> the, the podcast that can't stop talking about jizz whalers <laughs> my name is dan also known as dan otage on the internet i am i am uh, absolutely honored to be a co-host to the one and only daniel aka Ovacord on the internet hi daniel hello look for me in your local jizz whaler band i'll be playing the what's the what's the star wars version of a bass like the the jace it's the the um it's it's a bass but like the blowing piano you have to blow into it instead of uh actually um Slapping it or, or flicking the strings. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is very important. The the what as opposed to the what? <laughs> as opposed to the the. <laughs> one of these. Yeah, a one of melodica. Those. A melodica. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yes the you're the um 
the gelatica to <laughs> my um, uh, jomnicord. To my jomnicord. Jom sure. All right. We got there. And play a jomnicord and, and do the whole uh, sliding up and down and pushing the buttons. Um, welcome to uh, minute six. Are we in minute six or minute five? Minute six, We're in right? Minute Six five colon zero zero to five fifty nine. That's gonna get me every Sorry. time. That's like that's like yeah. um calling like naming centuries, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah, and I I just I am the worst at it. Oh, it's the fifteenth century. Oh, that's so it's fifteen oh no 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 it's not. And then right now in this moment in time, I can't remember if it goes backwards or forwards. It goes backwards, right? Fifteenth century is fourteen hundreds. Yes, 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 yes. Ah, okay. We got it right. I had a 50-50 shot, but I got it. Um, <laughs> We're in the 21st century, like Duck Dodgers. Right. We're in the 21st right. century of the 2000s. Got it. We got, yeah. We got there. Uh, this uh, this uh, movie is barely in the 21st century. First century. True. It is the first... It's not the first year. It's actually the second year. That's also confusing. <laughs> it's the second year of the 21st century, which means it was in 2001. We're all, oh my God. What, what are, are you we, okay? No, I'm not. I'm going crazy here. <laughs> 2001. You, you seem oh. like fucking Charlie Day in the Pepe Silvia scene. Pepe, Pepe Silvia. Silvia. Pepe, Pepe Silvia. Silvia. <laughs> I, I don't even know if Pepe Silvia even exists. <laughs> Look, he's got mail. He's got things all over over the place i don't even know what pepe silly is in here i feel like of course he exists he's upstairs and everyone's wondering where their mail is i feel like uh charlie day on a pretty regular basis actually um just because i feel like charlie day specifically in always sunny i feel like the people who make fun of me on the internet are also some of the dumbest people on the internet just like sure. just like Charlie in his world. He's being made fun of by also other really dumb and obnoxious people. <laughs> uh, My lovely wife has called me a literate Charlie Day. Uh, sorry, Charlie Kelly, which... Charlie Kelly, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. That's is, his name, Charlie Kelly. Yes, which I, I can't decide if that's a compliment or an insult because she also finds Charlie Day very cute. So, And I look nothing like that man. It's probably a compliment with a little of a bantering... Uh, insult, you know, like like we do. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, I feel like a literate Charlie Day or Charlie Kelly is saying something though, because technically, all you have to be able to do is semi read, because that man cannot read at all. In fact, one of my favorite bits in that show is when uh when uh what's his, it's not Mac, who's the other guy? Dennis. Dennis is trying to read the script that Charlie wrote for him while <laughs> recording oh the campaign. <laughs> so do. <laughs> so do. Vote me? <laughs> you like. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, new podcast idea. We go through every minute of every episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, I'll start. Let's start with the Dream, the dream Journal episode. We're not even start at the beginning. No, we're, right. we're gonna skip around as if we were Charlie Kelly, and we just didn't <laughs> we didn't know where to start. <laughs> so it's like we're just doing random minutes in order, and you get to slice them together yourself later, or it's yeah. Pulp Fiction shit. We right? also, honestly, probably also just get to make up stuff and put it in the episode because I'd be that curious. I'd be curious to see a whole new remake of that show from Charlie's perspective because I guarantee it'd be a whole different show. 
Mm-hmm. Charlie life. <laughs> Charlie life. Charlie in the chocolate factory. Oh, it's Charlie in the chocolate factory, but they go through all the same plot points and timelines that they do in It's Always Sunny. Right. <laughs> I, uh, I can't. <laughs> for as great as It's Always Sunny is, we're here to talk about the Fast and the Furious uh, episode, or sorry, minute six. Minute, minute five. Minute six. We, ju- we yeah. just did this, and I'm already having a hard minute time. Six, which, of course... Starting at five colon zero zero. Frank Webster and Connie continue uh, <laughs> continuing to elude police. The couple slips into a cross-border sports car, car race. So there's even car races in this film, which Frank plans to use his advantage to escape into Mexico. That, of course, is the plot of the 1954, The Fast and the Furious. That's also... You seem confused. That's also the end of this movie. Weird. <laughs> that, interesting. Who? So so maybe somebody ripped. Actually, did rip somebody else off. <laughs> well, in that in that movie's description, like I said, there's a legacy tab where it references this movie, and they were gonna call it some other stuff, but I guess they just stuck with that. Or should this part? So legacy. All right. Mm-hmm. This is all from Wikipedia. So cite your sources or whatever. Click the twenty one. You'll get all the deets. Um. <laughs> Uh, decades later, producer blah 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 and Universal licensed the title for this movie that we're actually supposed to be talking about mm-hmm. because he had a difficult time choosing between proposed titles, which were Racer X, Redline, Race Wars. Oh God! <laughs> imagine, imagine the movie called Race Wars. It's already bad enough that it was a part of the movie. <laughs> Race Wars, Tokyo Drift. Oh my oh, God. God! There's a whole. There's. I learned something that I don't know if I want to talk about in the podcast. Podcast, but there's a whole alt-right racial tendency behind uh being a normal american man a normal normal american white man and being into japanese culture i don't know it's 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 weird anyway anyway yeah so this i guess you know at least in name and apparently in some things dipped into the 1954 film the fast and furious but uh fuck that movie i guess because the lead female character doesn't have a last name no. Connie. Just Connie. Yeah, so, I now feel I'm like that's true. I feel like Connie Adair. 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 Adele. A D A R. Oh, yeah, it's Adele. She's running, rolling in the deep. <laughs> um, I feel like this this podcast may turn into a conspiracy theory podcast about uh, Hollywood and movies, um, just taking from 1950s movies, uh, <laughs> which would be. A whole different type of podcast. The podcast that we are here to talk about, as I think you and I have both tried to lead into this about four times already for this episode alone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, We could talk about the very first frame, which is exactly if you're watching the live stream, which is live streamed here on twitch.tv slash danotage, or you're watching the recorded video version, which is on youtube.com slash danotage, you may or may not have noticed a slight wardrobe change from Daniel. This whole thing, and that might have to do with our very first frame. Hell yeah, bald, no sleeves, and sweaty. That's us. We're same. <laughs> we are same. Yoked out of your mind, absolutely fit. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> thumbs up. At this time, at this time in the franchise, no upper body like definition at all. Yeah, I'm he, a runner. I don't do anything up top. He's big, but he's not ripped yet. Like he's not no. shredded like he is in later movies. That is that is true. Um because so 
do you know the timeline of when Pitch Black came out? Uh, I have the. I don't have the year. I usually have the years on these things. Uh, but I know it was before this. So I, I imagine it was pretty close before this, and I think he was semi thinner in that movie too. I do believe he was like he was still he was still sleeveless. By the way, he just had his so goggles. This is, this is two thousand one. Pitch Black was two thousand. So right before this, he just had his goggles. He just had his goggles in his in his uh, cut off t shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a Pitch Black or a Chronicles of Riddick. How are those? Are those any good? Okay, I've, so the Chronicles of Riddick movies are so are very polarizing. Some people love them, some people hate them, but I think everybody loves Pitch Black. Where <clears throat> Vin Diesel's character, I forget his name, somebody will remind me, is a side character. He's not he's not the main character by any means. But you mean Riddick? Yes, Riddick. Yeah, that of course that's his name. What am I? What? Excuse me. What, am I okay? Um, <laughs> duh, that's his name. Uh, Riddick is very much just the side character who is in most of the movie. He's like, he's definitely a supporting character, um, but he's not the main character, and he kind of, he's like, um, if John Wick wasn't the main character of his movie, but that doesn't make any sense either. Uh, he is he's ripe for a spinoff, which is exactly what happens for three other movies, I think. I think they do three Riddicks. Um, and yeah, he's just this guy on this desert planet with aliens who um, I think only come out at night, I believe it is, which is what makes his character special because I do believe that he has like bleached eyes or something. Something's wrong with his eyes. That's why he has the goggles. So he has night vision. So he wears the goggles only during the day because, like the aliens or like the bugs, he is blinded by the sun. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Should I watch? <laughs> so Honestly, should I watch these? <laughs> Pitch Black is pretty good. Um, All right. I, I don't know if you're into, like, the whole sphere type of... Um, it's they, Honestly, the bugs are... The bug aliens are sort of akin to Starship Troopers bugs. Um, I think they're slightly smaller. They're basically allergic to light. And, uh, but if you get up close and you put your nose to their nose, they can't see you because of how far away their eyes are from each other. <laughs> That's a plot point. That is a point of the, that is a part Great. of the movie. <laughs> so that'll be our fifth spinoff, The Chronicles of Reddit, minute by minute. The Chronicles, the Chronicles of Minute. Of minute. Yep, we did it. A minute. <laughs> fuck this, fr- fuck this show. We're, we're doing done. Chronicles of Minute. We're, we're doing moving. a whole new show right now. We're pivoting hard. <laughs> the Chronicles of Minute. It's still gonna take a bunch of episodes because, like I said, that's four movies. Um, and then there's a video game. I think there might be, even be two video games um, where you play as Riddick. So if if our theoretical spinoff the chronicles of minute dips into video games is this one we're actually doing going to dip into the cartoon show that's on netflix of the fast saga <laughs> and or any other stuff how i don't long know how many that? episodes are oh. no idea i've never watched a second of it have you no i don't i don't even remember i remember maybe seeing a uh like a box art uh thing of it but i don't think i've seen a single frame of it um I, I so here's the thing. I think it's perfect for a cartoon because it this whole series plays like an anime. So I feel like it probably works and probably works really well. It's kind of hey. if you took like initial D and made it more American and then live actioned and you get the Fast and the Furious. 
my initial is D. My Daniel. initial is D, yeah. DC, yeah. District SMB. of Columbia. I used to tell people Washington, D.C. was named after me because I was born in Washington. Wait, wait. Little did I know, Washington, D.C. was a different place. Okay, I was going to say, what were up? you born in the the, other, the actual Washington? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was born in Tacoma, and when I was in elementary school, I used to tell people Washington, D.C. is named after me. Right. Not realizing, A, it's, it's not, and two, that it's across the country from where I was actually no, born. No, it makes sense. You were born in Washington, and they're like, okay, we're starting this new town even though it you know was named first we're starting this new this new uh place where the president's gonna live and where all the government officials are gonna live we need a new name for it oh that that overcord guy the daniel guy he seems pretty cool what if we and he's he's from washington what if we just name this washington dc see you get it <laughs> you've read the book this you how, how it goes down i've seen this movie yeah a few times <laughs> speaking of movie so uh this frame this bald man this beautiful bald man who uh becomes our hero this is of course uh mark sinclair um I, uh, yep. he he is at the time of this recording 34 years old this is his eighth role uh and for some reason he goes by vin diesel because why the hell wouldn't you if you think of that as your name you go by that mm -hmm. i wish i could think of a, a better name than daniel cordova but vin diesel's where it's at i couldn't um, tell you how many times uh, or how long i should say i thought hit and other people i knew thought his name was like vincent or vincenzo <laughs> i don't know i mean what if he had a fake name that this was also a nickname for his fake name? So it'd be like Vincent Vincenzo Diesel or something, but it's that's still a nickname on top. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this is, like I said, this is eighth role overall. Other notable appearances we have Saving Private Ryan in 98, Iron Giant in 99, Pitch Black, which we've already talked a lot about, mm -hmm. which now I really want to watch just so I can learn to put my face up next to a bug. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, his 1995, not debut, but his the film he short film he was a writer director and producer multifacial because he is racially ambiguous and he leaned into it which somehow launched all of this mm -hmm. yeah yeah this uh, and, uh became whatever because they never mention his uh family culture or race in these movies at all not that it's that he, important but you know it, it it doesn't matter he seems to be fluent in spanish which is neat uh that could have just been high school spanish with people who actually stick to it and do well unlike me keep with the language he probably speaks portuguese too man why not yeah you mean? i'm on day 91 in duolingo how many heat days he done don't know don't know he's probably he, he probably invented duolingo to be honest <laughs> you know he probably oh, something else though <laughs> <laughs> so like what what is he even doing in this scene it seems like he's sitting in the last episode we discussed a little bit that he's sitting in what seems to be a chicken coop uh, just sitting there. I don't know if he's also doing the books like Mia was doing. But I think he's he eating, gets, right? Is he? Because he grabs a soda or yeah. something out of the fridge and then just goes and sits down. And that's our introduction. Well, that's we don't hear his name, but that's the first time we see this man. Uh, yeah, I think he's eating. I think he's probably eating. Um, maybe that's why he finds interest in uh, Brian O'Connor as he goes up to take a look at him for getting a soda because maybe he's also eating a tuna sandwich with no crust. That's his eating cage. I do notice that he has an unopened, still sealed bottle of hot sauce next to him, which is why, partially why I, I feel that way. 
you on the hot sauce count again i see this uh, dude this guy's got the this store is full of hot sauce i would absolutely love to be like yo let me get let me try this i've never heard of this this is probably poison but i'll try this too this is made from battery acid Ooh, tasty i'm in i mean at that level of like a mini mart like it's it's probably been there for years past mm -hmm. when it expires it's, it's mm -hmm. shit you've never heard of but it's probably pretty good I also noticed I know he's eating because there is um, maybe that's a uh, statue of a giant fork on the left hand side of the screen. I, I feel like we're running into the darkness issue with this like we were doing in the first few minutes. I, I don't see a fork, but I trust you. Uh, you know what? I know why you don't see what? a fork. There we go. Uh, you did something. I, I extended it because it wasn't showing the whole frame. Oh, yes. There it is. Oh, yes. <laughs> That looks That's, like a fork, and yeah, it does. If it is or it isn't, I feel like he's just eating there. I wonder if he actually drove here to meet his uh, his crew, his team, uh, to have lunch, and then they're gonna go to the garage. Uh, presumably, like we talked about in the previous episode, this is at the end of Brian's shift, so it's an evening. Um, mm -hmm. I don't this again. This is like one of the only times we see them eating not at home. Um, it's one of the, it's literally the only time we see the store and he's just in the back chilling while Mia's doing quite literally everything else. Yeah. Like, I don't know if he's on lunch. I don't feel like he deserved or like he's probably worked a full shift to warrant one or something, but maybe he has, there's a lot of things that we don't know. Maybe she's covering his lunch. Maybe he does everything else. Really? Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. I, I noticed but he's, he's in the eating cage. He's in the eating cage. Um, which, uh, seems to open from several ways or 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 that refrigerator which is in i think the next frame uh yeah i don't know if that's <laughs> in the cage or if that's attached to the cage or what but he he opens i i noticed that i got this picture on like a very um weird and kind of like he turned around saw brian for the first time visually and is very disappointed in what he sees <laughs> so i i then have to go back to questioning the layout of the store because are these drinks for sale? Do you have to go into the eating cage to grab out a single can of whatever the hell he's drinking to then pay for? Because that seems like that's poor planning. I poor think. Layout. Oh, you know what? We do see kind of this part. I think it's just open uh, when Letty uh, eventually asks Dom if he wants uh, you want something to drink, and then he goes. Uh, he's like, as if he's already got one. Still has no line yet. So has not said a single word at this point. Actually, I, I did realize when I was uh, prepping for other minutes that uh, we don't have any names yet. So no. we are throwing out all these names. But like if for some strange reason people are watching this for the first time with us minute by minute, which is psychotic, but do it. <laughs> uh, hey, more power to you. Yeah, <laughs> that's great for us. But yeah, we don't have any names yet. So he's doing this like very hmm, smirk and not even smirk, but just like frown it's a it's as, a uh, i'm not mad i'm disappointed look because maybe he knows that she's flirting back by mm -hmm. making the sandwich for the 21st day in a row uh as you know brian's going to town on the sandwich and he's bummed yeah he's like that that was my tuna that was my sandwich i was gonna have another one but you just took the last one i now have the worst tuna because you have the bad tuna <laughs> uh so i want to point out that you researching their ages at this point makes a lot more sense now by the way 
because as we find out later that there is another Toretto, their age difference is pretty far. So she's mm-hmm. 21, he's 36? I've got 34. 34. So, you know, 13 years, that's that's quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Wait, is that 13 years? Yes. Yes. Yes, that's 13 years. That's quite a bit. And then we also, at, at, we, at this point in time, we, or we don't know, but later, obviously, there was one in the middle. Because of how this universe works, I'm genuinely curious, although I do believe they have different writers later, was any of this planned? Was any of the future movies planned at all? Or at least a story of like, here, I have ideas of how we can expand the universe. Yeah, like, are they doing some Futurama shit where Nibbler was always under the table mm-hmm. with with John Cena's character or some other brother? But honestly, I fucking doubt it. No. It really yeah. <laughs> feels like a lot of this series, they're just pulling out of their ass, people die, and then they undie, and it's, it's ex- barely explained. This was a movie like, about cars, drag racing, a, a quarter mile, uh, 10 seconds at a time, and race wars. I do very much doubt that they planned on even, even a sequel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even so, I mean, we know they kind of didn't because they didn't sign Vin Diesel for the second movie. He wasn't, he wasn't like automatically signed up for that. Which is wild. And I would love to dig, I, I want to dig deeper into like why that is because... It's for as big as Dom Toretto is in this franchise. There's two movies he's not well. Yeah, let's say we can say he's two, not in two of those movies for sure. One one point nine eight movies that he's not in because three well, he pops in. Is he in? How much is he in four? He's in four. But how much? Like it's not a ton, is it? Because isn't it mostly about Brian and Letty? I don't remember four very well. That's the one I think is, I have the least amount of knowledge about. Is four the one where Letty dies? Yes. Then he's got to be in it a lot because okay. that's his whole deal. Yeah, he, but like the way the way they talk about it later, with like Brian saying it's his fault and stuff like that, it makes me like re- it, it, like probably remember it incorrectly, but it makes me remember it as if like it was a whole Brian thing, and then he brought Letty in as this, another undercover agent to try to, you know, get intel on the cartel or whatever it was. And for some reason, Dom isn't there for any, for any of it. But I may totally be misremembering that, and it sounds like I am. I don't know. I'm trying to skim it to get a heady, and it's not working. So <laughs> we'll, find, we'll find out in three years. But that is his official return, is in four. Yes. And then we are met with the gang or the team rolling up and uh i think this image that i have pulled up currently is the ultimate kind of we like the the characters are doing a or the actors are doing a fantastic job of of showing what this means brian's a little bit concerned he has no idea just hears a bunch of cars rolling up behind him and mia's like yep this is about to happen isn't it (laughs) Here we go. It's about four, to get fast and furious. Up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there's any significance to the colors of the car, like because you know, in, in like Breaking Bad, the the car colors and like wardrobes and shit made like had so much importance. I I I wish I would love to find out what they did in this franchise, but also I doubt it because we've got a white car, a I, red car, I a yellow car, and a blue one. I can't imagine that there is a whole lot of cohesion between the thoughts of uh, 
what's his name gillen uh the the writer of breaking bad and the writer of the original fast and the furious <laughs> i i highly doubt that they have uh, similar thoughts on script writing <laughs> but it is pretty cool for them all to have very different seemingly primary and uh and a what so red yellow blue are those all primary colors they are right yeah i think so and then sure. and then they're like well we can't put a secondary color in so the third one or the fourth one will be white <laughs> yes so yes we have all these cars all different cars i believe um you again no one wanted a carpool because no fuck the earth that doesn't happen no, I mean this is this is 2001. We were just hearing about global warming, right? Isn't that around the time w when uh, the inconvenient Gore, truth or, or whatever came yeah. out? Yeah, Al Gore had lost. This came out in June, so he was up on his like, "Oh man, we're all gonna die and burn ourselves to death." <laughs> and it's all because of this Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> I, I haven't seen Inconvenient Truth. I bet it's in there. I'm just gonna say it. I think I think they showed it to us in school, and it is. Um, one, it is an inconvenient truth. It's a it's a bummer watch, but it's also Al Gore who is very boring doing the movie. <laughs> I'm like, you could add somebody this? more entertaining. What was this class or something where you watched this film? Honestly, probably like earth science or biology okay. or something. It that might have sense. it okay. might have even been an English class, to be honest. Just because that guy have too. I don't just like so, you know, teachers just like showing stuff to their students. I, I get it. But like a lot I mean, of, I think a lot of teachers are pretty bad at explaining the context behind it all. Uh, also, I watched Samurai Jack in an English class, which that's very I think funny. I feel like I've seen Samurai Jack in school before. Feels like a feels like an interesting uh, school cartoon. I've seen lots of things. I'm pretty sure uh, in oh, college. Bragg. What's that? I said, oh, brag! You've seen a lot of things. I've seen. I've seen some things. And no, no, it's more like that was more like a. Um, like an old war veteran. I'm seeing some things. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's um, there's a lot of a lot of things that they show in school that I do feel like there's there's two ends of this. One, kids are dumb, right? They're not going to fill in a lot of the blanks. And two, uh, sometimes teachers need a break and they don't have time to explain all the nuances and context around why they showed that film. <laughs> Right. I, I I bet there was some reason somewhere about why I watched the first Pirates movie in that same English class. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But also this teacher wound up being fired because he was bad at his job later. And yeah, we I don't know, man. Yeah, I've seen the first Pirates movie and somehow it's English because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Treasure Island. But we didn't watch that. I don't know, man. Yeah, Treasure Island was one, too. Um, first Pirates movie. uh got like how they sold that movie is like oh it's named after a ride it's about a ride and uh how they got that off the ground how disney accomplished that not sure but we have uh, it look we're about to have our second haunted mansion movie sorry third haunted mansion movie if you're counting the muppets thing right and this this third one that's about to come out i'm fucking stoked for because our boy danny devito's in it and i'll follow him in the dark anywhere interesting i didn't know that yeah Mm -hmm. The first one was Eddie Murphy? <laughs> sure was. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. I've seen that. I've, I don't remember if I've seen the second one, though. Um, uh, the Muppet one's pretty good. If you're a Muppet fan, it's it's on par with Muppet things. I mean, Muppets are great. 
Oh no. Uh, speaking of driving and speaking of uh, the trip I just took yesterday with uh, Katie and myself, uh, she she pointed something out, and uh, this is a little bit of a uh, maybe if kids are listening, skip a couple minutes. Um, oh, they probably won't know what I'm saying, but don't Google this. And this goes for anybody anybody that doesn't know what it is. Don't Google it, and especially don't Google it at work. Uh, she pointed. She, she pointed out um, that there was a uh, like an air freshener hanging from the uh, the rearview mirror of Kermit in his puppet form, bending over and uh, showing off the goatsy. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, if you don't know what goatsy is, don't look it up at work. That's for sure. And if you do know what it is. Pretty, I didn't see it, but I assume it was pretty funny <laughs> and also weird. So, this you going back to classic evil side of the internet things reminds me of a recent ish, uh, awkward exchange I had at work. We uh had like a holiday lunch where we got to go off site, have lunch with everybody. It was covered by the, the place where I work, and it was great. We can get drinks, have a good time. So I'm about two drinks in, I'm sitting next to my like direct supervisor and they order uh, a margarita and they get a mango margarita and uh, someone else across them also gets a mango margarita and they're like, oh man, it's a mango party. I'm like, that's eh, better than a lemon. It's better than a lemon party. And they go, Daniel. And I go, I am so sorry. It slipped out. I, I need to excuse myself. And uh, now we're, we're closer than we've ever been because we both knew what I was talking about. No one else did, thank God. True. But uh, mm, good stuff. There's also ain't no party like a Liz Lemon party because a Liz Lemon party is mandatory. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what were we talking about? Where, where were we? We were talking about uh, the cars so the, and primary colors? These, <laughs> the, the primary color cars drive up and they pull up and... Brian's confused or excited or something by them, and one of the drivers hops out. We get a slow pan starting at flame boots. We've got camo pants. We have undies sticking out. We have belly shirt. We have Letty Ortiz. I don't know why I had to delay there. I did know her name, but Letty Ortiz pops out. She's looking like it's 100 degrees outside. I don't know what this this look yeah. is. So this, this it, feels of the times, too, because like global warming is starting, but... It's not just everybody sweating, I think, like crazy. But strangely, and especially we'll see this in the next minute, they are? Yeah. I don't it's, know. I mean, that's that's my face when I get out or into my car. It's fucking hot. I'm miserable. But also these people, as you explained to me in an earlier minute when I didn't make the connection, just heisted some shit. So maybe they're also sleepy. Oh, you know what? I didn't make that connection. That's not what I was saying. I don't know if they just heisted some stuff. I just don't know if they like got done working at the garage or whatever it was. Uh, oh, you're talking about in the beginning of the movie? Yeah, well, I guess yeah. I guess that timeline could be like last night, right? That could have been just last night, and maybe I mean maybe that's why they're all getting up late. Maybe this is the beginning of their day. Yeah. Maybe Brian's having a tuna breakfast at like our tuna. No, brunch. Bri Brian's on a normal time. The rest of the crew are just getting up for their day. So they work night jobs by jobs that they mean heist. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah. that still checks out now. Yeah, I think so. They're on my schedule. Okay. I wake up at like, you know, brr, brr, brr. Um, 
not to make myself sound weird. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so your description is exactly. So for those wondering what we're talking about with like underwear out, it is straight up like you pulled it, pulled the, the images out of a, either Grand Theft Auto San Andreas or Grand Theft Auto Five. You pulled the uh, splash images of that with the the uh, underwear straps over Letty's hips, and they're just out. Her her pants are probably on normally. They're just like it. It was a style to just pull them up. I. I guess I understand that. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, we see, uh, obviously, Letty is... Letty's all we're going to see in this minute, by the way. Um, but this is the beginning of our um, supporting character intros. Yep. Letty Ortiz. I love her glasses. Her glasses are cool. She wears the, these same glasses, I think, throughout most of the movie. Um, and they look like... They're like the style of Welder's goggles. And I love them. <laughs> you love a goggle. Love a goggle. Yes. Minute two. Maybe, maybe it's a pitch black reference. Who knows? Maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe she's yeah. like, I like Riddick. Maybe, maybe in the in the Fast and the Furious universe, Riddick is played by a different person. Maybe Vin Diesel is a person in their meta universe, and she's just a big fan of that. I do know that they're watching a Bruce Lee movie later in the movie, so they watch movies. We know that. We know they're into it. Uh and yeah. Here we go. This is this is the beginning of how many layers deep into the meta universe <laughs> could we get for the Fast and the Furious franchise? <laughs> I I I always love to like unravel the reality of films where there are other films in them. Mm -hmm. Like Today I was listening to like as we mentioned in a previous episode, the entire back catalog of Douglas movies is now available from behind a paywall. I listened to the episode he had with um, John Lithgow, and apparently in an yeah. episode of Dexter, which John Lithgow was on, he watches Harry and the Hendersons, which means Harry and the Hendersons exist in the same universe yeah. as John Lithgow, and either John Lithgow is secretly some other character in Dexter. Or looks a lot like the guy John Lithgow, who's in Harry and the Hendersons. So, do they show him you know, in the show? Like, do they show the frames where he's in the movie? In well, he he's watching Harry and the Hendersons. So, in that in the Dexter universe of Harry and the Hendersons, maybe there's somebody else who's in that role. It's right, like right. at the end of uh, Goldmember when Tom Cruise is Austin Powers right. or John Travolta is. I don't care. It's, John, it's Tom Cruise. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. So maybe it's something like that, but I don't. I haven't seen Dexter to go that far into the canon, but I guess I should. There's our seventh spinoff, Dexter Minutes. I don't want to. I don't want to watch Dexter. Yeah, I don't. Either. I tried Dexter's Lab Minutes. I try. Oh yeah, I'd watch the heck out of that. DD. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, that stuff is always fun to me. But you always like. It's always a good way to where if you show that, and like maybe somebody's like high as hell watching that. That could that could probably that could spin somebody into a mental breakdown. I think it's dangerous. I think it's irresponsible as a filmmaker or a um, director. Fuck. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. Um, but yeah, this is kind of the last we see of this minute, right? Yes, it is. Um, we're we're finally out of the intro. Well, not technically. We're still obviously the next episode is going to be introing more characters, but we're kind of out of the intro parts of the minutes. We are six minutes in, which is actually pretty quick, um, and we're going to start developing some story here pretty soon. 
It's true. We get to get more dabbling with these character relationships because right now the the last three episodes we've done are introducing main character people mm-hmm. and now we get to explore the relationships and once those are established we get to explore their activities and that'll be that'll be a lot of fun because right now all we know is brian likes to drive fast and he's kind of bad at it mm-hmm. but then then why do we care about the other 99 minutes i forget how long this movie is. I, and I think we have like probably two more recording sessions before we actually find out who brian really is right that's true because i think that's another like five or six minutes after this so it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a hot minute a 60 second car go fast minute times in speed and uh i think i'm dying am i okay i have to ask again are you okay no I'm not okay <laughs> absolutely not okay uh but uh, i mean you know we this is this is minute uh six of the fa- the original fast and the furious um, that we know is not the original. Thanks, thanks to our, our co-host Daniel. I thought we were going to do that at the end of the episode, but the, uh, it works at the beginning too. Did, did I already? I already did that. <laughs> you right? did yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, you already did it. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, this is end of minute six. Um, I would say as far as movies go, like I, I, I kind of <laughs> just said this, but it, it, like reiterating, we're we're in this pretty quick. I think. I think we're in in all this. All this intro stuff goes pretty quick. I'm trying to see how long the minute is, or the movie is, because, yeah, this is like... It's like close to 90 minutes, I think. We've got a cool 106, so yeah, this is efficient. Yeah. Oh my god, (laughs) we we still have 100 minutes to go (laughs) for this one movie. (laughs) All right, this might be off air. What are we going to do during the credits? Are we just going to roll credits and then just talk about the names we see? I think we can. I think that time. I think at that point we can what, sum up the whole episode, or the whole uh, movie. Great. Sure. Okay. Cool. We got a plan. Look forward to that, listeners. In a uh, one hundred episodes. Honestly, um, in this we might see a lot of Easter eggs in those. Uh, like not not real like planted Easter eggs, but Easter eggs that are later used for things like you know this guy actually worked on those things which have a connection. I'm you know I, probably something like that. <laughs> We can hope. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this has been minute six of the 60 second car, the podcast that covers every single minute of the fast and the furious franchise. We are still at the beginning, but we're doing, uh, we're doing numbers here. We're absolutely working it. We're, we're this, this might be, uh, we might be the 60 second car might actually be like a nine second car. We're going fast. We're going super hard. We're going furious. Uh, my name has been Dan Otage. This has been live right here on twitch.tv slash Dan Otage. Or my name is Dan. Call me Dan. Um, and <laughs> you can find the video version over on youtube.com slash Dan Otage. So make sure you're following and subscribing on both of those. And uh, if you would like to listen to this on your favorite podcast app because you're tired of loading video or maybe you're not at home for a travel episode, you can download this on your favorite podcast app, which they are all getting added to Slowly but surely. By the time this these are out and you guys are listening to this, they're probably on everything. So, with that being said, again, my name is Dan. I am uh, l- joined by my lovely co-host, Daniel. And I'll see you all next time. Family!